Kamek was really founded out of my love for uh, the outdoor experience and, and how it can be a place of finding more meaning and renewal and then also a, a love for people. We create products to elevate time outside. That's our mission, really helping people find more meaning um, in, in the outdoor experience, both interpersonally. Uh, our, our chief core value at Kamek is love, and we hope that as people find more meaning in time outside, they're able to think about others and have more empathy, uh, kind of be more humble, so to speak, as they've experienced the grandness and the wonder of outdoor experience. And that, in turn, improves others' lives that are connected with them. So, That was Greg McEvely. He's the founder of Kamek, based out of Austin, Texas. And in this conversation, we talk a little bit about the start of this amazing company that is mostly known for their hammocks, but they really make some amazing products. And we'll talk a little bit about kind of what they do as a company to give back to their communities and some of their initiatives that they're a part of. But more importantly, we'll talk about their second annual National Camp at Home Day. It was a a great thing that started in 2020, and I'm so excited to share some of the things that they're doing for this year. Make sure you check the links in the description for the website and learn a little bit more about the National Camp at Home Day and some of the other things that they do as a company. So, yeah, enjoy. Welcome to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. I started hiking to help with my health, both mental and physical. And now I'm encouraging y'all to get out and enjoy the trails, the outdoors, camping, all that stuff that Texas and beyond has to offer. So join me, Danny Laurel, as I'm sharing stories from myself and others who enjoy the outdoors as well. So grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. Hey, Greg, thanks again for coming on to the Texas Trailhead podcast. I'm super excited to chat with you and chat a little bit about what Kamek has planned for the National Camp at Home Day coming up. But just looking at the website and kind of reading a little bit about your story, I'm super curious as to kind of where your passion for the outdoors started first. And then I really want to know about what happened in 2010 to kind of get Kamek off the ground. Yeah. Well, Danny, thanks so much for having me. And we're excited about the National Camp at Home Day coming up and uh, digging into the story behind that. But yeah, to kick it all off, uh, I started Kamek really uh, just out of a love for the outdoors and a love for people and uh, also saw a big opportunity in this elevated camp space uh, that was really emerging in uh, around that time when I started Kamek. But you asked, how did I develop a love for the outdoors. I think uh, like most kids growing up in suburban America, uh, I actually grew up in a suburb of Dallas. Uh, anytime I got to get out into nature and in the wild was just a gift. And 
some of my most transformative memories growing up with family and, and good friends were either on a ranch in East Texas, uh, family, extended family ranch, or uh, at a Cub Scout camp out, uh, or, or just getting out with uh, friends and family for uh, camping. And then, of course, uh, being from Texas, anytime we got to go up to Colorado, New Mexico, and see the mountains was just epic. And so growing up, as I look back, I really longed for more of those experiences. And as I had agency driving in high school and, and then eventually going to college, my kind of uh, involvement in the outdoor space and, uh, you know, hiking and uh, spending time on the water and mountaineering, things uh, kind of more associated with the outdoor experience I was engaged in more. And so that was really also transformative in my college years. And so, uh, yeah, some of my favorite activities still are just spending time outside uh, hiking in the green belt or uh, just in the hill country of Texas. I love any chance to get around water or on or in water, uh, whether it be fishing or being on a boat or swimming. Water is just a huge part of our outdoor experience as a family. And then uh, I love some of the recreational sports of, you know, skiing and bouldering and, and uh, doing some, some kind of light mountaineering, I should say. So, so yeah, the outdoors have, have been a transformative uh, place for me. And uh, I'll just stop there and just say there's, there's a lot to dig into there. But uh, Kamek was really founded out of my love for uh, the outdoor experience and, and how it can be a place of finding more meaning and renewal, and then also a, a love for people. And so Kamek is really the the blend of both. It's We create products to elevate time outside. That's our mission. Uh, what, what we mean by elevating time outside is really helping people find more meaning um, in, in the outdoor experience, both interpersonally, so connection with themselves, connection with others in community, and ultimately uh, our, our chief core value at Kamek is love. And we hope that as people find more meaning in time outside, they're able to think about others and have more empathy, uh, kind of be more humble, so to speak, as they've experienced the grand and the wonder of outdoor experience. And that in turn improves others' lives that are connected with them. So love we define as the giving of yourself for the betterment of others. I mean, there's, it's, it's such a broad word and, and used in so many ways uh, across our culture and others, but we're, we're really meaning that self-sacrifice and putting others before yourself. Um, and so believing that the outdoor experience really helps to, to advance that. So one of the reasons why I wanted to speak with y'all is I think, you know, we have a, a main shared value and that's encouraging more time outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, touching on those three pillars, um, the adventure community and love, I think just really kind of opens up why a lot of us have kind of rediscovered the outdoors over the last, you know, to take one positive out of the last 12 months. Mm. I think, I think we found that a lot of people have realized, you know, like I've been inside working for so many years and I think I'm going to 
just go outside. And as that has happened more and more, we're really hearing some amazing stories and some life-changing events of people that have decided, you know, I'm going to be working from home a little bit more. I'm going to spend time outside and kind of break up the day. And they're really kind of understanding the importance of taking that time to to spend in the outdoors. And I think, you know, having Kamek kind of at the forefront of some of those mindsets is, is really important mm. and and really exciting to kind of see how that continues to grow so so you're so you're camping you're doing a little bit of camping and and tw- <laughs> just reading it on the website always kind of makes me chuckle because uh for for anyone that's listening that hasn't been to the website on the website it just says so in 2010 a fall from a hammock and kamek was born <laughs> so kind of what is that like aha moment is it is it like in Back to the Future when he hits his head and comes up with a flux capacitor? When you like hit the ground, you're like, "Man, that's it! I need to fix this, <laughs> fix this problem." Yeah, something like that. I mean, over the course of a few weeks and and actually months, Kamek was kind of the primordial ooze, so to speak, was coming together and and really kind of started to crystallize in in my mind. But um, just to share a couple kind of Genesis stories. So that statement on the website's an oversimplification. There was actually many product failures that I experienced before (laughs) actually saying, you know what, I can, I can figure this out. Um, And I think there's something really exciting here in this elevated camp space. But uh, my very first time hammock camping was on a whitewater rafting trip with my brother in uh, New Mexico. We were rafting the Rio Grande and it was a ton of fun. We loved the idea of sleeping along the banks of the river that were kind of steep at, at different points, but still had trees and uh, just really opened up our uh, ability to camp, you know, close to the water and, and uh, not have to look for level ground. And then it was also super comfortable. That That is really what uh, just shocked me about sleeping in a hammock on the trail was all of the pain points that, you know, I'd was just always used to and sleeping on a on a pad in a tent you know the stiff stiffness of waking up and feeling groggy that did not exist when i woke up in a hammock it was just like man i feel like i got a full night's sleep even better than in my bed at home uh because of just being kind of rocked to sleep and the air around you and just feeling really good so yeah that was that was a, a very first experience in 2010 it was in the summer of hammock camping and thankfully it wasn't until the last night of the trip, it was a three-day trip, that I experienced the very first failure with a hammock. <laughs> and uh, the hammock <laughs> ripped, and and it was, you know, cheap kind of uh, hammock at the time. Being Actually, that, that one was sold at REI. And I took it back to REI shortly after the trip, and I was like, hey, you know, I need to get another one. I think th- this was a defect. And, and uh, then I went out hammock camping again with my wife, and and had another product failure uh, experience, and um, I was like, "No, babe, I swear it's a great, it's a great time. Like it's th- this is <laughs> this <laughs> this can't be, you know, everyone's experience." Um, and so, what I found was that there was really at the time not many quality offerings on the market, um, and really nothing that would serve as a platform to really help people experience kind of this full elevated camp experience with 
you know, the sleep systems and insulation and, and shelter. And so that's really what, what got me excited about exploring product creation and, and really advancing the space there. But really at the time I was also in grad school degree track was cross-cultural communications. And I was thinking that I'd be entering into kind of humanitarian uh, space or, or uh, just kind of public policy space. And in my mind, I had kind of left the business world, so to speak, thinking that I was going to be able to find more meaning and purpose in pursuing some of these uh, more nonprofit public service spaces. And throughout my studies, I really realized one at the core of who I am, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, and, and two, that business, uh, done well can, ha- uh, really just serve, uh, humanity in great ways and also serve the planet in great ways. And it, there's, it's a tool, uh, that can be used for good, or it, it could also be destructive. Uh, and so I was really awakened to this idea of social enterprise and, business as a force for good in the world. So kind of learning about the B Corp movement and, and other, uh, you know, social enterprises that were really having an impact kind of on this triple bottom line, uh, concept in business. And, and so, yeah, I was, uh, really intrigued by brand and in the, in the product space, having culture shaping power. So helping to espouse deeper core values across a, a broader community. And I thought, man, what better place to to kind of do some of that good work than the outdoor industry and, and also in this in this product space of, of creating high-quality products that serve people on their adventures and then also can become catalysts for community and and uh, great experiences. And so... That those are kind of some of the primordial uh, ooze, so to speak, uh, ingredients of like what was going through my mind at the time as to you know why I jumped at, at starting Kamek. And in some ways, I was a reluctant businessman coming back into the space because I thought that I was kind of giving up the the path in in the business world, so to speak. And uh, but I I'm so glad that uh, that the you know fall from the hammock uh, kind of was the catalyst to get to get all this going. And, and the big vision for Kamek is, is not, not just a brand that, uh, creates camping products for, tr- uh, elevating the sleep experience or, or recreational experience, but truly like, uh, outdoor lifestyle brand that's elevating time outside across all categories. That's, that's big vision for Kamek is that we're, we're moving into exciting new categories of product and services to, to really help make, all of our, our Kamek outsiders, just time uh, more impactful and meaningful. That's great. And, 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 you know, I definitely want to revisit here how Kamek gives back to the community, but I also want to just touch on kind of how the customer base kind of originally started kind of contributing to Kamek. Crowdsourcing is such a huge part of the Kamek product lunches since y'all's first campaign in 2011. How was involving customers in that way essential to the growth of the business? Mm. So Kamek launched in 2011 and really March on Kickstarter, which is a crowdfunding platform. I'm sure everybody knows about it now, but at the time it was a brand new platform Kamek was the first outdoor 
kind of adventure brand and product to, to launch on the platform. And I had no idea uh, the potential that, that it had at the time for us to, to really, you know, launch and, and uh, create great relationships with still some of our most loyal customers. Uh, we had about 2000 customers and, and just brand advocates join kind of the tribe uh, in that first kind of month of crowdfunding. And we started with a goal of, I think it was like $10,000, $10,000, And we ended up raising and essentially through pre-order sales, just over $200,000 over the uh, course of about uh, 45 uh, days. And we became the 10th highest funded uh, campaign on Kickstarter at the time. And so that came with some press notoriety. <laughs> That's, yeah, wow. it was, it was uh, incredible and just blew my expectations out of the water. And it's just like, wow, this is, this is something I get to, you know, really kind of start running really fast now and, and turning this into uh, what this now excited community is, is really hoping for. And so I love crowdfunding, uh, for so many reasons. Uh, but we have since continued to crowdfund, um, not because we're, you know, trying to raise money, uh, to, to have a viable business, but really to engage our most loyal customers at the ground level and bring them into the excitement around new creation. Uh, and then, uh, giving them an opportunity, a peek into kind of the business in a in a in a more exciting way of seeing a product come to life, and and just the energy around uh, our creative process. And so uh, that's that that's kind of how we've uh, be evolved to think about uh, crowdfunding, um, and it really is just a special way to connect with early adopters and customers that are uh, our most loyal uh, fans. And so. So yeah, we've done 10 uh, crowdfunded projects, but we also launch uh, products on our website and through retail partners as well. So we, we kind of spread out across the full spectrum of, of uh, retail and how to, how to launch products and engage customers. So yeah, I, I definitely feel that the, the crowdfunding is a fantastic way to really engage that core community. One of my other favorite brands that I use for all my camera gear is uh, Peak yes. Design. And and they're, it's just really that energy that builds and that excitement. And you know that the people that are doing it are really kind of that 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 fan base that you know is really going to support the growth and so it's really exciting to see the excitement especially when uh, you know when the goals are kind of smashed and whether that's completely unexpected I, I think it's really neat to see like wow they were only asking for this but this is where yeah. it's at and that just uh, that's a that's a really good testament to just kind of um, you know, really believing in the brands you support because there's there's a lot um, out there, and and you see some of the kind of more inauthentic ones, and and it, it's good to see that that support is there. Have there been just sidebar any examples of products that may have been kind of reworked um, based off of some of that crowdsourced feedback, if you will? Yes, we both. During the campaign itself, and also after, you know, delivery, uh, uh, you know, people giving feedback, product feedback, and and looking for kind of w what would come in the next version. Uh, so, 
so yeah, uh, you know, from simple things like color selection during the campaign uh, to, you know, if a certain accessory would be more desirable over another for, for example, like our Sunda two-person tent that is a two-person tent that converts to an all-in-one hammock. When we launched that the very first time, uh, we asked for our backers, is what they're called on Kickstarter, but just really our tribe to to just give input on what accessories they would like to see and would be most useful with the tent. And that also led to the creation of our putt pads uh, in the Sunda, which are, it's basically just a secondary tent floor that helps save the, the tent floor from, you know, uh, dog claws uh, walking around inside. So um, yeah, it's, it, it is fun to just get that feedback and, and we try to stay really agile to be able to kind of respond and make changes to, to where it's a dynamic process versus just kind of a fix, like here's what we've created and here's what you get uh, type type thing. So, so yeah, uh, crowdfunding is, is a big part of our, our history and can't make any promises, but we, we, we sure, uh, sure think about, um, you know, what would be the next big exciting thing to launch on a platform like Kickstarter. The, the way that we think about it now is, you know, we're, how can we use this to do more of the revolutionary product launches to just really drive excitement around it? So, yeah, that Sunda release was, was really, I think when I saw it, I was like, man, that is like <laughs> everything that I like to do, right? Because in the summertime, I wrote a post about, hammock camping because i feel like for tech summers it's kind of the way to go when it's because it's hot because it's hot at night but it does definitely cool off in the evenings but you don't always really kind of appreciate the cooler air in summer in a tent and so the the hammock is a really great way to kind of sleep a little bit cooler in the summer um but then you know not getting too deep in gear um because i think that's something that a lot of new fans of the outdoors can kind of get lost in just like golf or fly fishing you kind of get lost in the gear so to kind of minimize that and so when i came out when i launched it was it was really exciting and and i saw just so much potential um usage for that um just kind of on a personal note i thought it was a a really great item to see that's really cool um, that's that's exciting to hear that you saw that campaign when it launched it's neat yeah i was it was yeah it was really cool Stay tuned for more after the break. This podcast is brought to you in part by Cairn Subscription Boxes. You can get $10 towards your Cairn account when you sign up with code JDT782. And that's the Cairn Subscription Box. This podcast is also supported by listeners just like you. When you go to the Texas Trailhead shop and pick up the newest souvenirs that are available, you can find things like lapel pins, stickers, or decals on the website. All of those purchases go to help support the website. So check it out at thetexastrailhead.com and then just head over to the shop tab and look for all the new merchandise.
Um, and you, you touched about it a little bit earlier, um, but I kind of want to delve back into a little bit of the partnerships with the B Corporation and the 1% for the planet, kind of what was the kind of mindset and why those are so important to the to the Kamek value system? Yeah, I really love both uh, B Corp and 1% because of the strength of the networks and, and the teams uh, that that are leading those organizations, uh, both are are different. So B Corp is really a a platform that certifies businesses for exceeding kind of industry standards and the triple bottom line focus, right? So treatment of employees and and stakeholders. So stakeholders is really anyone who touches the business, whether it be vendors or uh, customers, uh, lenders, all of all of the stakeholders as well as considering the planet and our natural resources as a stakeholder in, in the company. We're using natural resources to create products and, and offer services. And so the, the B Corp uh, team is incredible. And the, the certification is, is something that's really meaningful because you know that if a, a company has gone through that rigor of being assessed and certified, uh, that they, they are legitimately kind of above the line, so to speak, uh, with, you know, a normal business. And so early on, I wanted to commit to that accountability, uh, for Kamek and just have, you know, an unbiased third party, uh, giving that kind of framework for us to, to run through. And then also oversight and certification. The hope for Kamek is to produce the most good in the world, right. And to, to be a, business that promotes more human flourishing that's really tied to our mission of elevating time outside and why we care about time outside at all <laughs> and it's all about just people's flourishing and environmental flourishing and so uh, b corp's been a, a great network to to be a part of since really the the beginning of kamek and then also one percent for the planet is a nonprofit certification organization uh, was started by the founders of Patagonia, Von Chienard, and then Blue Ribbon Flies. You might know better, <laughs> but uh, Craig <laughs> Matthews uh, deep, uh, in his company. Uh, but they they came together and uh, said, "Hey, let's let's create a nonprofit that encourages businesses to consider investing um, in environmental nonprofit organizations as kind of like an earth tax, so to speak." So. It's a self-imposed, you know, uh, commitment on the business to give one percent of revenue, and a, a lot of I think it's a little bit of kind of like a only one percent. Well, that's not much. Well, it's of revenue, and so you know, for most businesses, yeah. that's like ten to twenty percent of profit, and um, and you know, far exceeds kind of what most industries give. You know, just to avoid tax implications and, and those types of things. So, in the in the years where Kamek has not been profitable. You know, we we were giving one percent of revenue, which is uh, just really an incredible amount, um, and we we did that really because of of the why of Kamek. We believe in in really giving of ourselves for the betterment of others and leading by example, um, showing our community that we're willing to invest really from kind of the the soul of our company, right? <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's those are two organizations that we've been a part of. And then recently, we just uh, committed to be a carbon neutral uh, organization, meaning that we in 2020 offset all of our carbon 
uh, emissions across our supply chain and uh, excited about that moving forward. And so we believe, you know, clean air is good for everyone. And we realize that there's a lot of environmental uh, emissions and that come from just the course of normal business and production. And, and we want to to just do our best in reducing that across our supply chain and then, and then also offsetting. So being uh, carbon neutral. And that's a certification that's going to be kind of prominent in April as we celebrate uh, Earth Day and, and join the climate neutral uh, certified brands uh, team. Yeah, I think it's really important. And I think something a lot of consumers should really pay more attention to is whenever they are shopping with brands that are advocates for getting people outside, that they also are brands that kind of give back to the outdoors as well and outdoor initiatives. And and also saying things with partnering up with local organizations too, whether it's, you know, the work with Explore Austin or just kind of giving back to the community as well. You know, Austin is is one of those great outdoor cities that really offers a lot for all of us to kind of uh, just get out and explore. So it's really it's really neat to see a company like Kamek really kind of being mindful and really appreciative of kind of their work and, and how they give back to their own community. So that's really cool. So one of the big things that's coming up right now is the National Camp at Home Day. I remember last year being really excited about it for, I guess, different reasons. A lot of us were at home and I I definitely, you know, busted out the tent and went in the backyard and was like, if I'm not going to be able to go anywhere, I'm just going to do it at home. And I think a lot of people really got excited about that. And so Kamek has some things coming up for the event this weekend. It'll be this weekend after this episode airs. So yeah, give me a little bit of the the details on what Kamek has planned for National Camp at Home Day. Yes, we're very excited to have this be our second annual National Camp at Home Day. We launched last year at the beginning of the pandemic, really just one, feeling the kind of weightiness and in, in the exhaustion of of uh, the lockdown and kind of the the despair at the beginning of the pandemic of wow all of our spring and summer plans of you know being out at campsites and traveling those are all all done and we had been as a team kind of cooped up in our homes for uh, at least a few weeks at that point and I talked to our head of marketing Emily I just said Emily let's celebrate camping at home. Let's make this fun because my kids have made about 20 pillow forts uh, (laughs) and it's what's keeping us sane. And so I was like, let's share this with our community and just do this together and share photos and stories and videos and and just do something that, that brings our community together in a really fun way. And, and then also just kind of celebrates the love for the outdoors, but trying to kind of bring that wonder that we get to experience when we look at the mountains and in the ocean and have these epic experiences outdoors. Like I think what we find in those experiences is like, there's actually wonder all around us. Like it's just in how we look at things and, and how we, how we really just 
move forward in life that that makes all the difference. And so let's find wonder in our backyards or in our front yards or on our patio or in our living room. And it was just a ton of fun. We were really encouraged to see the Kamek Outsider community just just all kind of lock arms together. And and uh, we had more participate than we anticipated. Um, and so, yeah, as we're entering what is hopefully the, the light at the end of the tunnel for a global pandemic, hopefully uh, people will be able to travel more and and uh, see friends and family in ways that they didn't get to last year. I hope that that's the experience for many this year. This National Camp at Home Day is really a celebration of uh, life and and uh, the light at the end of the tunnel of, hey, there could be opportunities to go to campsites and to go travel and safe, you know, healthy ways this year. And so let's celebrate with a kickoff at home and kind of uh, brush off the, the camping gear, uh, get acclimated again with with how to do the camp cooking and setup and and uh, sleeping and um, and just learn some basics for people who maybe haven't ever experienced camping. And you know, I always advise friends, hey, if you're going to buy a new tent or sleeping bags or or you know, cook gear, try it out at home before you take it on the trail or even to the pull up campsite at a state park <laughs> because. You're, you're going to want to feel <laughs> equipped, you know, when you get there. You don't, uh, everybody, you know, who has had at least one experience of camping and sleeping outside away from your knows that there's going to be a hiccup. There's going to be kind of that moment of frustration. And, and the very last thing that you want your outside experience to be is about problems with gear or, <laughs> or setup or it's like all of those things should really just kind of be background and, and really support to the, the fun experience of just spending time outside, whether that's, you know, by yourself and get some good renewing time just personally or with others, family, friends. So yeah, National Cave at Home Day is coming up this Saturday, March 27th. And it's super easy, you know, no barrier to entry. It's just camp with us at your house. And uh, that could look like Roasting marshmallows in your oven, <laughs> and uh, some of the best s'mores I've ever had have, have actually been cooked in the oven. Um, it could be, you know, hanging your hammock in your backyard or making a pillow fort in your living room. However, you know, people want to participate in this event with us. It's just all about having fun and that shared experience of of a camp at home. And I'll definitely put the link in all of the social media channels um, that people can RSVP and, um, you know, get get a little bit more information on the hashtags and whatnot to get them um, out and participating. But it, it's really just that, too. You know, you can you really can just enjoy the outdoor space as as we're chatting this um during this conversation, I'm looking out the front window of my house where I have two oak trees, and that was kind of where my hammock lived for three months while we were all at home and just kind of enjoying the afternoon. And it's definitely something that I take with me when I hike, no matter what, um, because you never know when you're going to find just two good trees to 
put your hammock on and just relax. There's there's nothing really that that beats that feeling, whether it's just kind of lounging during the day or definitely sleeping at night. So I, I want to thank you again for taking the time out and spreading the word of what Kamek really, really brings to the outdoor space and, and, and how it started. And uh, what else do you want the listeners to know about anything that Kamek has coming up? Hmm. We're excited to, uh, in, you know, later in the spring and summer, think through creative ways to get our community together approximately like in person in the Austin area um, in safe and fun ways. And so uh, we're, we're starting to build that calendar out. Um, we have our gear shop located on East 7th Street. Uh, here in downtown and we're doing buy in line pickup in store or also people can come in and shop and uh, with masks and just uh, we're excited about uh, just seeing people in person more uh, this year and then also I would say for for anybody listening you know uh, who has not ever you know had a, a transformative outdoor experience in in the Austin area in the hill country Austin is super accessible um, I have so many neighbors who have actually never even been to the the green belt. And um, I would just say, uh, you know, a first step for enjoying uh, just the natural surroundings is just go for a little walk, uh, you know, around the green belt or even town lake, Goodwater Loop in Georgetown area. I mean, there's just so many great places uh, around that are accessible that you wouldn't see a whole lot of people out and about on, uh, depending on when you go. And um Austin has so much great natural resource to, uh, to enjoy. So yeah, my encouragement would be this weekend camp at home with us Saturday, the 27th. And then also maybe during the day, go on a, go on a hike, go on a walk, uh, go do something outside in the Austin area. And if you're outside of Austin, you know, just find, find that time this weekend to get outside. For anyone out there, the information for Kamek can all be found at kammok.com. I'll have links in the description to the website and some of the other programs and initiatives that they have going on. All right, Greg, thank you so much. Thanks, Danny. So great to be with you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. <laughs>